So this week we start reading uh, the portion of Yisroi, uh, which contains the uh, story of Matan Torah, of Hashem giving us the Torah. Basically, the uh, the principles and the uh, first ten sayings and the entire Torah is evolves around the ten sayings, the luchos that we received, and um, the parsha begins sort of with an introduction and. It tells us about Yisroi, uh, that was Moshe Rabbeinu's father-in-law coming to uh, the desert. Um, and then later on he advises Moshe Rabbeinu that um, he won't be able to handle it all by himself and he should get help and he uh, suggests a structure in which uh, he should be able to accommodate all the needs of all the Jewish people. But something... Uh, you know, comes out right in the beginning when you read the parsha. was thinking, so it tells us that Yisrael didn't come by himself, but rather Yisrael came. He came with the um, with his daughter and her daughter and his daughter's two sons. Of course, his daughter Tzipora was the wife of Moshe Rabbeinu, and she comes along when Yisrael decides to come to the desert. It says that he brings along uh, his daughter Tzipora, Moshe Rabbeinu's wife and also the two sons. But the Torah doesn't just say, okay, the whole family came along, or even Tzipporah and two sons. The Torah goes and articulates and specifically says the names of the two sons and also what they were called. So it says she had two sons. One's name was Gershem, and one name was Eliezer. And it says, why was it called Gershem? Gershon was called because he said that I was, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I was a uh, stranger in a strange land. That's why he calls him Gershon. Ger, Ger means Lashon of a stranger. Why is he called Eliezer, the second one? The Pasik says, Be'ezri. Because the God of my father is in, was my help. Eliezer. Eli, Eli meaning Hashem. As their help, is my help, and that's why he called Meliezer. Now, one wonders why do we have reasonings here for the names? I mean, we're not talking here about when they were born, we're not talking about when they were named. This is not the place where we're talking about. This is just telling us that they came to visit, that they took him along to back to with Moshe Rabbeinu to visit him in the desert uh, because they had earlier left and now they're back. So, why would the Torah over here all of a sudden give us the, such details, their names, and then give us why they were called what they were called? So I was thinking that you see, perhaps you can say, you can see there's a difference in the two names. What's the difference in the two names? The first names actually describes the level of which is not satisfactory. The first name of Gershom says, I'm a stranger in a strange land. I mean, this was Moshe Rabbeinu uh, describing uh, his situation when he came to Midian, because he, he he ran away from he was his home at the time was in Mitzrayim. He was born in Mitzrayim, and he was a uh, uh, part of the uh, establishment. He was in the government. He was in the house of Paro appointed him with a high uh, appointment over there. So that was his place. So. 
but because he had uh, stood up for the Jewish people at the time for the one who was they were fighting and the one the Egyptian who was beating up on the Jewish person, so they went and they told Paro, so he had to run away at the time. So where does he end up? He ends up a strange person in a strange land. So that's basically describing his Nebuch situation, that he's a stranger. That's the name of Ger Shoim. I am a stranger over there in a strange land. But then, on the other hand, is the name of Eliezer is a name of hope, is, represents hope. But it actually refers to the very same incident, really what made him a stranger there. What does he say? God was in my help and he saved me from Paro's sword. What does it mean, Paro's sword? And again, Rashi articulates over here because when they uh, slandered him in front of Paro and they told Paro that he killed the Egyptian, Paro wanted to kill him. And a miracle happened, as Rashi explains, they tried to use the sword to to uh, decapitate him, and his neck became like a stone, and they broke the sword, they couldn't do it. So, here we see, we're talking about the same really incident, what made him a stranger in a strange land. He's talking about the same incident, but here he's describing the strange land in a way of that that's something which is lacking, that he is in a, not in a place, in a good place. But then, on the other hand, in the second name, he, uh, he describes that God saved me from Paris sword, so I'm in a strange land, but look, you know, they were chasing me, I had a place to run away, and now I'm saved. And perhaps this is what the Torah is trying to tell us over here. He says, he heard that Hashem has taken out the Jewish people of Mitzrayim. And this is the unfortunate history of the Jewish people that they experience a lot of times Mitzrayim. They explain a lot of times they're being exploited, they're being uh, uh, taken advantage of, they're, they're, they're being wronged, they're being humiliated, they're being put to work in places in, in, in a situation as Paro did to the Jewish people. And that is Mitzrayim. Those are the limitations. And, you know, if you want to take this to the spiritual level, a lot of times we look at ourselves that no, we're in limitations, you know, we, this world is a world of limitations and our minds are limited and our hearts are limited. A lot of times we wish that we were more open, that our hearts were more uh, receptive to uh, fire up on, to Hashem. A lot of times we wish we could understand more and be more connected to Hashem instead of having to struggle to overcome challenges. So we're in a kind of Mitzrayim. So the first approach maybe we have is like the first son, is like Eliezer, we say, I mean like Gershom. Oh, we see, okay, look, we're in Golos and where it's bad and it's uh, really uh, uh, something which we have to bemoan and we have to feel. But David is telling you this is the way, it's Mitzrayim, Hashem takes us out of Mitzrayim. That really within the Golos, within in our... Uh, difficult challenges, there's actually the ability to go out, that you see that actually being in a strange land in that way, you're able to see it was Hashem's plan. Hashem saves you and Hashem provides for you and gives you that extra that you need so that in Mitzrayim, with the challenges, with the difficulties, the Ebishter places us in these situations not for us to give up, not to be left with the Gershem to feel that we're strangers, but rather to give us the impetus so that we should learn from this and
we should uh, sort of recognize that that it's God's uh, of our fathers and our help. This is something that can give us power and energy. And this is important, I guess, before we go and receive the Torah, you know, going out of Mitzrayim. And this is what's happening, that that time that we spend in Mitzrayim, that the Yidin were, that, that sort of prepared them, that allowed for them to later on reach their greatest level of Matan Torah, of Hashem giving them the Torah. So it was a Mitzrayim, it was a Golos for a purpose. But as the Rebbe said many times that we've already accomplished everything that Mitzrayim has to offer, everything that the Golos has to offer, that everything that has been already achieved and accomplished. So now the only thing is, is for Hashem to bring Mashiach and uh, Zoycha to it, Amen. Perry.